when you've got that power to inspire people to take control, it, it's just a humbling experience. So I say invest time in, in your members on the gym floor, get to know them, get to know their lives, their why, and that's a powerful thing. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online courses accredited for CECs and other professional development credits, with up to a massive 30% saving for members of Australian Fitness Network. And for face-to-face learning, network members also save on standard rates for Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, trainer and industry educator Sean Radford chats with the fitness industry podcast's Oliver Kitchingman about his passion for creating amazing fitness professionals, the empowerment of professional development, investing in your clients' stories, and building your unique fitness identity. Sean, welcome to the fitness industry podcast. Thank you, Ollie, for having me. Sean, you've worked in various areas of the fitness industry over the years. Can you give us a little rundown of how your career has evolved and where you are now? Yeah, well, this is an uh, interesting story. I started back in uh, New Zealand and studying a Bachelor of Phys Ed, not really knowing the direction I wanted to go in. I come over to Australia, I guess uh, some people would say seen the light, I guess, and never looked back. I found a love of uh, the fitness industry over here. It's so dynamic and fast moving. And I've seen it evolve now. I've been with the Institute of Fitness, the Australian Institute of Fitness, for about nine years, just gone. Uh, started in WA, moved over to Queensland almost five years ago, and, and just seen a growth in the personal trainer and uh, the services that we give as as individuals as well. But also the, the growth of the fitness industry in the last nine years has been absolutely huge. And uh, to be a great personal trainer, I've learned that professional development is one of the biggest things that we need to learn and grow and never think that we know everything. Um, and it's something that I love teaching new personal trainers, but also um, evolving personal trainers mm. to date. I guess as, as you say, you're working with the institute. You know, great for for getting your 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 cert for and getting out, getting your start in the industry. But yeah, by no means is that the uh, you know it does that mean that you know it all. And from there on, it's just a continual learning curve. Absolutely, one of the things I say at our wrap day, so our last day on campus, is we've taught you the basic skills, but your real learning just it starts now. So I just come across. Uh, one of our warriors a couple of days ago and she said you said on that last day that your learning starts now and she's been out there for three months and she said I've learned so much I loved having that basis but my god it's it's fantastic and the excitement in her eyes was fantastic to see um, that we can drive that at the institute yeah. it must be very very rewarding oh it's such an empowering thing and another reason I've been there for over nine years mm-hmm. now so all this experience has taught you that like for all the bells and whistles a club or a business or a PT may have and unless the culture is right you know growing your business success is going to be an uphill slog isn't it really so you know it's it's a continual learning as we just said for PT so you know it's it's not just you know knowing the basics and just doing you know the same thing with your clients it's finding new ways to to train them but also ways of of creating your own kind of brand your own culture Oh, absolutely. We're, we're dealing with people on an, a day-to-day basis. And 
if we're just continually teaching the same thing, running our same classes every day and not being dynamic in that space, you know, people are going to get bored. And I look at group exercise throughout the years and Les Mills is a great example of, you know, growth and moving with the times and giving the public what they want and changing with their clients. The fitness expo that you see around the country, you know, you just need to walk in there and just see how much that has boomed and the change and the, the drive we have from that public to be dynamic and, and, and move. And when we create that culture within our training sessions, I think we are in a hospitality business at the end of the day. We're dealing with people on a a day-to-day basis and we want to have that culture and we want to have that experience within our training sessions that drives retention that drives people to want to come back but ultimately we drive people to talk about us outside of here to spread the the message of fitness and get people to come in and and experience what they can do and take control of their own lives Completely. I mean, there, you know, there are a lot of PTs to choose from. If you're, you know, if you're looking to train, there's a lot of PTs that you'll be able to find. You know, if you go to your fitness first, or you go to one of your other clubs that are nearby, because you know, there's more choice than ever before. There are more studios than ever before. There's, you know, there are box clubs. There are, you know, there are, there are clubs popping up on on you know in places where you never would have used to have found gyms because they can do a new small footprint model. So people are inundated with choice, I guess. How do you what? How do you define the culture that's going to make people first of all come to you? I guess, but more importantly, stay with you once they have experienced training with you. They're not going to, you know, nothing's going to make them think about leaving you. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. I feel that you need to create an identity for yourself. You can't go out and expect to try and attract everyone because there are so many people that need our services. There are so many people out there that don't already know about us. If you know what you're trying to get out of your sessions, whether it be PT, small group PT, large group PT sessions, if you know what your drivers, your vibe is, and know the type of client that you're trying to attract, is going to hone in that, that message you're trying to send out. Once you create that and you've got that culture within your session, you've got that atmosphere. And it's something that I, I talk about in, in presentations about driving successful experiences on the gym floor or in the studio. By having that, you're going to attract more people into that session that works for you. You look at the demand and the explosion of uh, small group training such as F45s, your Orange Theory Fitness, CrossFit is a great example of that. All of these brands have different feels to them and they attract a certain type of person. People will love CrossFit or hate CrossFit and that's perfect because you're going to get people that will stick with CrossFit and stay with that brand. You'll get people that love F45 and, and go down that route and continually talk about that. The biggest thing is from a public point of view, I guess, is we want more people to be fit and healthy. And it's our job as personal trainers to be able to attract that type of person to stay with us and get that health and fitness longevity in their lives. One of my biggest loves is getting out there and meeting new people. Mm. Places, That's kind of when the culture starts, really. I absolutely. Get, get yourself known. If you're in your own studio 100% of the time, only your studio is going to know you and you're only going to experience a certain amount of it. Places like Filex is, is absolutely fantastic to network and get your knowledge, your branding, and but also learn and grow from like minded individuals out there. I recently met with Emma Masters, who is 
you know, a trainer at Virgin Active who said, come into my session. And, and it's like, you've got to experience these other ones to grow yourself as well. So I have a feeling she's going to hang my backside to me in a training session next week. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry if I'm not around after this, but, <laughs> but it's about getting out there, getting people in our industry, knowing about you. So if people like, if I've got clients that are coming down to Sydney, if I've got clients going down to Melbourne, I can go, Hey, Go and see this personal trainer. Do not stop while you're on holidays. Your fitness is important. And that person's going to talk and, you know, social media is a massive thing. We've got a social media culture these days. Like it or hate it, we've got to embrace it. And if our clients are talking on these platforms, they're going to have like-minded friends Mm -hmm. in those industries. They're going to talk about you. And this is how we can grow our names out there in the industry. I feel that as personal trainers as well, getting out there, talking about other people in our industry that are heavy hitters and not being afraid to grow as a personal trainer and have our, and essentially lose clients. I feel that that's an important and empowering thing because if we are scared to lose and we're only going to be working harder to, to build that retention and build a, a better, you know, a client base and name for ourselves We've got heavy hitters in our industry. We've had some for many, many years, and we've got more and more coming through every year. And as we grow as personal trainers, I think we become more collaborative when we're not afraid to share our ideas, and that's how we grow as a community mm-hmm. and those networks. Ultimately, by learning and growing for myself over the years, that culture that I can drive was something that was naturally instilled in me from a learning perspective right down early with some of my mentors when I was learning my Cert 3 and group exercise. Bear in mind, I am the most uncoordinated step instructor in the world. But that drive and that fun only made me grow as a person and, and want to learn from other individuals who have been willing to take me under their wings. So I, find, I say go out there, meet people, learn what your identity is, what your vibe is to bring that in. But when your name's out there, it's only going to grow. And and with that, your position in our industry is going to be very, very powerful. You talk there about, you know, sort of tapping into into other, you know, fitness professionals, people in the industry that are like-minded, that you respect, and kind of building your network, which then kind of reflects back on you. And that's all part of building your own brand and culture. But you, you also allude to using, uh, using or utilizing maybe a softer way of saying it, your members to, to become part of your culture. So they're not just experiencing your culture, but they are your culture. And you kind of leverage off that. How, how does that work? Absolutely. When you think about your members more than just a number or a dollar sign, when you invest in people, I've recently seen a session by the amazing Emma Barry on culture in business. And she talks about, you know, investing yourself in people rather than policies and procedures. If you're truly invested in someone, in their health, in their fitness, they're going to open up to you so much more. And I've witnessed this over the years from dealing with people on a day-to-day basis, whether it'll be students at the Institute of Fitness or whether it'll be clients on our gym floors. When you're invested in helping them grow in the fitness industry or in their fitness journey, they're going to open up to you. And that's empathy. The empathy is something that will drive them back to talk to you more and more and more about their journeys. And with that openness, you can then 
grow your business, you can grow your name, you can grow your culture because it's that belonging. And essentially at the end of the day, we're a community. We want that community. We want that feel of driving people into us. And when you've got a member on your gym floor that is only coming to your sessions because they love your vibe, they love what you do, and you know you can get that extra 1%, it's not about the big stuff. You know, these goals are all about the 1%. There'll be a day when they go to a friend over coffee, hey, I've got this trainer, come on in, give him a go. He's going to get you amazing results or she's going to get you amazing results. When you've got that power to inspire people to take control, it's just a humbling experience. So I say invest time in, in your members on the gym floor. Get to know them. Get to know their lives, their why. And that's a powerful thing. Simon Sinek has an amazing YouTube video, an amazing talk, a TED talk, sorry, on starting with why. Why is such a powerful thing to ask your, your members and truly understand the emotion by why they want these results and why they're coming along each and every day to do your sessions. And it's such a powerful thing when a trainer remembers something that you've told them maybe weeks or months ago and, you know, you, you think, well, you've got, you know, X amount of clients and, you know, all of us are bombarded with information and, you know, on the socials and everything. Like we, we encounter so many people, aspects of so many people's lives these days, you know, particularly when you're working in a people-facing industry like being a personal trainer. So it really does stand out when someone remembers something about you and it's not necessarily about your training, it might be something you know you've mentioned about your family members, or you know somewhere you once went, or they're like, or they remember something. They say, "Oh, you might be interested in this because I remember that you told me this." Mm-hmm. So it, it is such a powerful thing. And so, for a PT, is, it, is there a way of almost kind of a like systemizing this, almost like keeping like a like a, a, a dossier on, on each client? You know, kind of <laughs> you know making some notes about things that people have told them, and then just kind of just kind of helping to revise their clients so that they don't get them mixed up with other clients or is that a bit too forced or you know what what would it look kind of look like for a PT yeah great question (laughs) I have a terrible memory I have to say that I would need to write down things if I've got clients that are telling me massive goals or massive you know results that they're getting or 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 milestones in their life Mm. whatever it might be they tend to stick with me and i'll remember those yeah but just small ones the extra stuff uh, stuff, Mm. i usually on a program card i might just write it down so i've got Mm. it on file or in in my diary i'll make a note of it so we can bring it up next session repetition is key for me so i need to think see things over and over again Mm. to actually remember them and you know if i'm seeing clients each and every week i'm going to remember their stories and it's you know, I I invest a lot of time into my clients and into the people that I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. And part of that is knowing their story. So if I need to make note of that, I'm going to note it down because mm-hmm. I want to invest that time to make them feel special, important and worthwhile mm-hmm. each and every session. Yeah. It's those small things that you remember, like a, a, a kid's birthday or, you know, a wedding anniversary mm-hmm. That they go, hey, I only told them that once, but mm. I remember that. And, you know, in the past with some of my personal training clients, um, you know, I'll give them a Christmas present or like it would just be a small gift card or, you know, a box of chocolates, only a small one, of course, mm. not, a, not a big one. Um, otherwise, it sets their results back. But these, these small little wins are the things that are going to keep your clients coming back and talking about you. And that's what you want. You know, results are one of the big things that you want to get from your clients, but it's also how you make them feel as a human being is is such an important thing. Wise words indeed, yeah. (laughs) Um, 
I know that you're uh, you're also interested in sort of cultures in sporting teams as well. And I think the All Blacks is probably a very good <laughs> a very yeah. good example of a, a sports team with a very strong culture. Um, and obviously, they're you know from your homeland. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's probably dangerous to maybe just go on record as saying the greatest rugby team in the world, but I will say it. So I've got an ma- amazing mentor and uh, leader in my life, Steve Pettit, mission commander, or commander-in-chief, I should say, of the Institute of Fitness, uh, lent me a book recently called Legacy by James Kerr. And it talks about essentially uh, 15 areas of culture building and leadership within the All Blacks. And... I found it such a humbling experience. It's definitely a page turner. I couldn't put it down. And when you look at a, a team that it has such a high success rate from their early beginnings to these days, you know, they had a, a time where that culture was broken down and what it meant to be an all black essentially wasn't quite there. So they went back to their why. Again, going back to the why, what they did and what it means to wear that black shirt. And by stripping that back and getting people in from, you know, a cultural perspective, getting, you know, elders in the Māori community coming in and and teach them a new haka and all this. So they've got this sense of belonging. So when they put on the black shirt, essentially they know that they're going to be leaving that black shirt in a better place than it was when they put it on their backs. And that cultural identity, knowing that that is something that they're going to do, they never own that position. They're only a piece of the story. And I think by having a tradition, by having that that culture, knowing that there's rituals and you know acknowledgements in there, I think it's a powerful thing to know when you're going into that position what your journey is, what is your part of the story. So I mean, this is something that PTs can learn almost. I mean, it, you know, they may not think of themselves <laughs> or equate themselves to something like the All Blacks. But by sort of implementing their own traditions, their own their own ways of doing things, their own kind of unique styles, they can you know they can have a, a similar effect, mm. albeit on you know a few you know a, f- a few clients, their own clients rather than on on the masses. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can't help everyone, and you know I think when I started as a young personal trainer, I wanted to get out, get out there and help the world. I wanted to cure the world of obesity and heart disease and all that sort of stuff but I'm only one individual still working on it (laughs) I'm still working hard but at at the end of the day there are many individuals that are chasing that same dream where we're out there to set Australia and the world up to be a healthier place are we fighting a losing battle I don't care if we are but we're, we're trying to change little bits at a time and I think we as fitness professionals are leaders within this health industry where we've got now medicine starting to look at us we've got you know pharmaceutical companies starting to look into our industry going actually they're onto a good thing and they've been onto it for a long time now you know when we have these bigger places going hey preventative medicine is important exercise is one of the biggest things that i can say is is something that we can absolutely keep yelling from the rooftops and being leaders in fights against chronic disease and stuff like that I think personal trainers have a a huge part and a recent keynote that we went to by Michael Crossland was talking about it's not about how many days you're on this earth, it's about what you fit into those days that make it important. And for me, that really resonated because it's it's not about how long I'm here. I'm only here for a, you know, a short time in the scheme of how long this world is going to be around. But it's essentially the legacy that I leave to the next generation, whatever it is. 
and I'm only part of the story. Just going back to you know the book Legacy, I'm only part of the story. And for my short time here, what can we do to help leave the world in a better place? Mm-hmm. You know, humans are going to need a fitter lifestyle. They're always going to need you know education on the human body and how to take control of their lives. And I think it's important to be able to have those skills and that mindset to go forward and go, okay, how do I make it a better person, a better place? And how do I leave it in a better place? And when I come into one life at a time, one life at a time. Absolutely, buddy. Sean, it's it's great advice. What do you have to say to any new PTs of whom you encounter, you know, countless or thousands over the years in your time with the Institute of Fitness, as well as working in the wider industry? new PT they're looking to increase retention and client happiness as well as success sort of results wise with clients what do they need to start doing I think that one of the biggest things is just open up be humble about your knowledge I know that there was a time where I thought I knew everything coming out of my degree and I think that ego was very quickly shattered when I got onto a gym floor and started learning and growing from more personal trainers from my members and when you become that humble approach and you just sit back and listen you know, listening is one of the most important things that we can do as a personal trainer. At the end of the day, our clients are there to get a training session. They're there to get results. But what we want to do is also listen to what they really need. As a green personal trainer going out there into the industry, you know, whenever you finish your fitness qualification, always looking to how do I better myself? Like I said, I've been, I've been here for nine years and I always go, what's the next step? How do I become a better personal trainer, a better fitness instructor, a better human being essentially at the end of the day? Because I love growth. I love development. And I love education. Education is power. Knowledge is, is power. And as we go into this industry, as soon as we think we, we know everything, I think that's when we start finding that's the end of our career and we move on. Fitness is huge. There is so many scopes that we can go down. There's so many avenues you can go down from whether it'll be, you know, a gym manager right down to, you know, a PT on the gym floor. You've got to find what you love. And when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And that comes from the wise words of my grandmother. I thought she was just a little bit crazy, but, you know, nine years I walked into a job that I essentially get to go and play every day. I never work a day in my life. So it's awesome. I love it. And, you know, if you find that, you're just going to end up with longevity and that's going to filter down into your clients who will just want to have that successful experience as well. Sean, thank you so much for speaking with the Fitness Industry Podcast. Thank you, Ollie. To grow the success of your fitness business, learn from the industry experts in Network's online course, Tactical Strategies for Fitness Business Success, accredited for CECs and other professional development points. Go to the Network website, select the Courses tab, and click on Fitness Mastery Series. Members of Australian Fitness Network save 25% on this course, so go to fitnessnetwork.com.au to grow your fitness business. And for face-to-face learning, remember that network members also save on standard rates for Phylex, the fitness industry convention.